Welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast, where we will be sharing with you the power to get unstuck by swiping right on yourself. Your host, author C.K. Collins, a.k.a. Kelly, gets personal with her guests, sharing stories of themselves getting unstuck with wisdom and guidance. Where do you feel stuck? Are you waiting to get your new life started after a big change? You've come to the right place. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started. So with that said, welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. It's day three of our five-day self-care challenge. So I want to welcome you back. And today is going to be pretty interesting. Um, I want to share with you a story and then we'll get to the habit, but I want you to kind of be in on how I learned this habit. And there's a couple of different things <laughs> that, that all lead to the same habit. But first I want to say, whatever situation you're, you are in, no person has ever been or will be in the situation you're in right now. We're all unique. Our lives are unique. Our stories are unique. And every day you have, or every, well, every day is a personal experience. Every day, every moment, every week, every year, it's your life. Your feelings and your past are uniquely your own. So only you know what is actually going on inside of your head and heart. So I want this habit to represent your ability to be able to heal yourself from a tough moment or a tough day or a tough week. So when you've had a significant event in your life, people often don't know what to say to you. We all know that empty feeling of wanting to comfort someone who lost a loved one or or believe that no words could possibly comfort them. And there's actually much healing can come from words in a time of need. A tender touch, a hug, holding a hand, or just simply sitting with someone in silence. You know, you can start today or you can start tomorrow. You can start next year. But you eventually have to make decisions about the next steps after a big event in your life. So I wanted to talk to you about this conversation I had, and this is from my book. And um, the woman I'm talking to is named Allison. And I met her on um, the Camino de Santiago. It's a pilgrimage hike in Spain. And we uh, we met there on the very first day and ended up walking the entire hike together. She's from Canada. She's actually a Canadian-American, but lives in Canada. And I asked her to um, what was a good piece of advice that she received from someone when she was going through a big life change. And she said, you know, there were many, many pieces of advice that she got but that her best friend had said to her, this is going to look different in a year. Then she said, you can whittle it down to, this will look different next week. This will look different tomorrow. 
This will look different an hour from now. But it actually put things in perspective for her. And when she felt stuck or entangled in some kind of situation like that, this is going to be a forever thing, then, you know, she would remember that. She would remember her set, her friend saying, this will feel different tomorrow. This will be different tomorrow. And it's and it can create a shift, even if it's temporarily, that will move the focus beyond the belief that this thing is permanent. And that really struck me because I remember when I was going through my divorce, how incredibly stuck I felt. I couldn't see that I was ever going to be able to live a normal life again. Like I was always going to be this woman who got divorced and that there wouldn't be anything beyond that. Um, and another thing that happened with Allison is when we were on the Camino, she asked me a question that started with, have you considered the possibility that, and it was about my ex-husband's um, and my relationship. Like, have you considered that he did this because of that? Or have you considered that because he did that, you were free to do this? And so it's the like, a, you know, have you considered the possibility that? And that has become a habit of mine to say that or ask that question when someone is in a troubled state of mind, is feeling uh, rough, um, and they really can't see past their situation. So, you know, the realization is nothing's permanent. You know, have you considered that? This will look different tomorrow. You know, just understanding that the situation you're stuck in is not a permanent situation. So when I asked Allison how she learned um, to, to say that, to, to say, have you considered the possibility that? I asked her, had somebody done that for her? Had she asked that? And, and she said, you know, she really, um, somebody had said it to her, but it became this realization about her own life that, you know, she'd, she'd had a breakup of a marriage. She'd had another relationship that didn't work out. And all of a sudden somebody says this to her and she says that she had the recognition that life is happening for her, not to her. And that she's the starring attraction of her own life. So how do you want to feel even in those moments of terror or tragedy or devastation? Do you want to feel some kind of control or ability to reframe? We are still totally free to choose how we want to be and how we want to show up and how we want to respond. And that knowledge comes along the path of, you know, teachings that you receive over the year, experiences that you have. But to take all of that and have the realization that the world is not happening to you, that the world is happening for you. The things that are going on around are happening for you. And I think that that's probably enough on that, but I just, I you know, 
if you can look at your life as a pathway and that that as you're walking it, there's constant change. Um, there's so much more joy in being inquisitive and curious and creative as you walk the path than there is thinking about what's behind you on that path. If you can only look forward and you can let go of everything that's behind you, then the the future is so much brighter and so much more fun. So the habit I'm talking about is reframing. So there's I'm, there's three. I've given you two already. The first one is this will look different tomorrow. This will look different a year from now. And look at your situation very intensely and see that it's not permanent. No situation will ever be permanent. Even when someone passes away, the feelings that you have are not permanent. They are gone and that is permanent. But the feelings that you have are not you can heal, but you have to choose. The second thing is to reframe something by saying, have you ever considered the possibility that? And reframe the situation. That they didn't mean to hurt me when they did this. The need to consider the possibility that they didn't understand their actions would hurt me. So that's a that's a reframe there. And then the third one is, um, my in-laws taught us that um, when you're in a situation and it's feeling like a battle, it's feeling like a fight, that the way to peacefully end a fight when neither person is really willing to, to let go is to say, you could be right. And if you have a partner who you love and you care about, and they say that to you, you need to have the respect to say that back to them. And I think that it's also something that you can teach children, young children, adult children, that there is always the possibility that the other person fully believes what they're saying and that they cannot see your point of view. But it is possible they will see your point of view or you'll come to a different kind of agreement if you can recognize that there's a possibility there might just be something that you are not right about, or there might be a little piece that you're not right about. So reframing your own stubbornness or your own thoughts with you could be right. So that's all a habit of reframing. So, you know, the older we get, the more skill sets we have to deal with conflict in our life. And reframing is not something that comes naturally. We want to feel heard. We want to feel seen. We want to feel understood. And so it, it's easy to dig in and, and not make the relationship the most important thing. Do not make your happiness the most important thing. Being right is more important than being happy. No, that's not right. So again, the habit is reframing. Three different ways you can do that are this will look different tomorrow. This will look different next week. Have I considered the possibility that? And you could be right. So. 
let's practice some reframing today. If there's something that's bothering you, if someone has hurt your feelings, if if there's just a really long-term pain that you're holding on to, how can we reframe that? And as usual, I am available to talk about these things. It is what I do and it is what I love. So thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing everybody day four tomorrow. Have a good day. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for the swipe right effect, the power to get unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started 